Hey guys, welcome to the Love and Cookies podcast. My name is Nick, and I'm sharing my story and encouraging you to live yours. I hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Love and Cookies podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about being uncomfortable, because what is more fun than talking about being uncomfortable. What could make you guys more comfortable listening to this podcast than talking about being uncomfortable? So here we go. One of the places that I often feel the most uncomfortable is when I am working out. I'm not one of those people that goes to the gym or does a workout, goes for a run or whatever it might be, and it's like, oh man, I am going to enjoy this. I've been looking forward to this workout all day. Usually when I work out, It's at night because I'm not a morning person, so I'm not going to get up early to work out because that just doesn't make any sense to me. And then I get home from work and I'll eat dinner and hang out with the kids and the family. And then usually when I get to work out is after the kids have gone to sleep. And so at that point in my day, it's never like, oh man, yeah, this is what I want to do. Usually that's the point of the day where I'm like, man, it would be so nice just to sit on the couch. With my schedule, typically what I do is the Beachbody workouts, we have a Beachbody on-demand subscription, and so I can do them from my living room or from my garage, and there's never been a point where I've been like, man, I'm ready to hit play on this workout and do this. Usually, I am forcing myself to do it because I have a goal to get in shape, and that's part of what I need to do to get in shape. One of the plans that I had been doing was the Focus T25 plan. And there is a workout in there that I just absolutely hate seeing come up on the calendar, and that's Total Body Circuit, because it's awful. It's terrible. It's miserable. At no point during that workout am I enjoying it. I'm never sitting there ready to do that. I'm not comfortable. I would be much more comfortable sitting on my couch. But instead, I push myself. I make myself be uncomfortable for the sake of you know achieving that goal I have. Recently... I was talking to a friend and they were just kind of picking my brain, asking me for some advice because they had another friend that they were talking about going to church and this person currently wasn't attending church but was thinking about coming back to a church. And But one of the main reasons that they weren't going back to church is because they didn't feel comfortable. There's things that happened at church that made them uncomfortable. Now, I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, people grabbing snakes or anything like that, but there's just some things that they weren't very comfortable with. And so they were asking me, Nick, what should I tell this person? What do you think I should say to them? If they're not comfortable here, like, should I tell them, well, maybe just check out a church until you feel comfortable? And my response to them was, really, your answer to them should be, so what? So what that you're uncomfortable? And that sounds pretty harsh, you know, (laughs) like, hey, I'm uncomfortable at church. Well, so what? But the truth of the matter is, we get caught in this trap of, of wanting to be comfortable. And that is one of the most dangerous places I think that we can ever get ourselves is when we are comfortable. And honestly, I think that is one, one of the places where Satan wants Christians to be, even more so than trying to just convince people not to live for Jesus. Satan will try to convince people just to be comfortable in their relationship with Jesus. 
So we have to be extremely careful about that. We we can't be super comfortable. We have to be in those places. You know, for me, it was really challenging. I read C.S. Lewis. He wrote this book called The Screw Tape Letters, and in there, it's a demon writing back and forth with uh, his uncle demon, and it's letters asking for advice and things like that. And as the story goes along, the nephew is kind of panicking because the human that he's in charge of turning away from God has started to go to church. And his uncle writes him back and says, no, that's not something you have to be scared about. Just get him there and get him to where he thinks he's okay. And then you'll win. Because in that moment, you know, when he thinks he's okay, he's not going to really be trying to live in for God because he thinks he's good enough. And, you know, I found that to be true in my own life. There, there are times in my own life where I just kind of get comfortable. I kind of settle in where I am. And man, when I finally realize that's what's going on, the results are awful. We have to be willing to step out of our comfort zone. And, and, you know, you think that answer, so what? It's harsh. But if we look at the Bible, if we look at some of the things that Jesus said to his followers, man, it, it, it made them super uncomfortable. There was one point where Jesus turned around to his disciples. There's a huge group of people following him. And he said, hey, if you don't eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, then you have no business following me. Like, What? Like now that just that verse on its own, you know, we can take that out of context and go a million different ways with it. But even in context, in in, in talking to the moment with those people that were following him, understanding exactly what he was saying, it was it made them so uncomfortable that almost every single one of them walked away from him right there. You know, Jesus said things like you have to hate your family. You have to hate your mom and your dad to be my follower. Clearly, Jesus, that's not what Jesus is calling us to do. You know, if you want to live for Jesus, you know, go don't ever talk to your parents again. We can take that out of context. But even in that context, even when Jesus was talking to those people, it just made them so uncomfortable that they were not willing to follow him. I think part of the reason that we have to push ourselves to be uncomfortable is because it challenges us to think about why. When we're uncomfortable, we want to ignore that. We want to just stay comfortable because when we're uncomfortable, it challenges us to think about why we are. What is it that's making us uncomfortable? And when we do that, it will challenge us to grow. It might challenge us to love people more. I've never been in a conversation with my boss where they were correcting me in something I did and I was comfortable. I never sat across the desk from my boss where they were having one of those conversations with me and being like, man, this is great. I absolutely love this right now. I am just enjoying every minute of this conversation. No, in in those conversations, I usually, I'm like, man, I screwed up. I want to get out of this conversation as fast as possible because this is uncomfortable. This is awkward. I'm ready for this conversation to be over. But after those conversations, after those talks, and after them telling me where, where I screwed up and telling me how I could do better the next time, it challenged me and it forced me to grow and not do those same things again. And I think the same is true with God. We can't get to a point where we're comfortable with God because when we get comfortable with God, then we're not being challenged to grow. And when we're not growing in God, we're just going to fall back. We're going to miss things. And so we have to embrace the uncomfortable. We have to be willing to run full force into that. I can think of a time a long time ago where I did an internship through my church and part of the internship was doing these live events at other churches. And in those events, we had dramas or skits and we had to act in them. 
I had never done anything like that before in my life. I took one drama class in high school kind of as a joke for an easy A and had no real play experience, no theater experience, like none of that. But here I was and I was like, well, you don't really have a choice. You're an intern in the internship and part of the internship is doing this. So you're going to do it. I remember at the first time uh, we got called up to show what we had. We had practiced for probably about an hour on one of the skits we had. And then we were we went in front of our pastor and we were going to show him what we had worked on. And I just remember being so terrified, so uncomfortable, so nervous walking up onto that stage. And it was awful. It my my performance was awful. Everything about it was awful. In that moment, man, I I, I want. I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. There is no part of me that wants to do this, but I don't have a choice. So I guess I'm gonna have to learn how. And so I, you know, I just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. Slowly got better, and it led to the point now where a few years down the road, you know, I'm doing these events all up and down the East Coast, doing dramas in foreign countries on missions trips. And then our church starts producing a TV show and I'm doing stuff on that to the point where a couple of months ago, I was part of a team that went out to Norway and Sweden. Our, our TV show got invited out by a network there to do things on their network. And so 10, 15 years ago, here I was terrified even to just do the, the silliest skit on a stage and was like, man, I can't do this. I can't, uh, this is not for me. No, I'll, you know, give me something else. Let me play music or something. I, I don't want any of this drama stuff. At that time, I was kind of forced to embrace being uncomfortable, but I embraced it. I, I ran full force into it and it radically changed me. It challenged me. It forced me to grow. The same thing is true in our own life. Lately, Angela and I have been really challenged just to love people no matter what. Just love them wherever they are. And man, that's that's not comfortable at all. One way a few years ago that I was really challenged in this area is that uh, my mom used to be really bad about locking her car keys in her car. Sorry, mom. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell the story. My mom, was she was bad about it. And I lived in the same city. I was local. And so I was the son that had the other set of keys for her. And so I was always the one that got called whenever she locked herself out. I just remember this one time I saw her phone ring or I saw my phone ring and it was her. And I was like, oh, this better not be her being locked out of her car again. Uh, I was in the middle of something. It was pretty important. I wasn't ready to leave and uh, answer the phone. Sure enough, she had locked her car keys in her car. And at this point, I, I was in college still. And so I didn't have her car key on me. So I had to drive about 30 minutes back to her house to get the other car key to drive out another 30 minutes to meet her at her car and let her in. And I just remember at the time, I was like, ah, I really don't want to do this. But like, you know, it's my mom. And what kind of son would I be if I didn't go help her get into her car? And I remember in that moment, not wanting to do it at all. But I decided, you know what, this is going to make me uncomfortable. It's not what I want. But I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. And so like I said, Angela and I, we've just been learning a lot about how, how to love people. And, and recently, there was an afternoon where we had had a long week and the kids were taking a nap. And so, you know, when your kids are taking a nap, that's a great opportunity for you to also take a nap. And so Angela had planned, she had been up late at night with our daughter and she was like, man, I'm just going to get some rest when they're at nap time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a nap myself. And right 
as soon as we put the kids down, she got a text from one of her friends that was just going through something, was having a really rough day and really need someone to talk to. And Angela, in that moment, it was like, you know what? What would be comfortable right now is for me to take a nap. And that's kind of really what I would love to do. But she needs me. And so instead of taking that nap, she went over to her house and ended up spending hours talking to her and was just able to have a great conversation with her, really encourage her, really turn her day around. But if Angela had just stayed comfortable, none of that would have happened. It was a huge blessing, not only to her friend, but to Angela. We have to be willing to be uncomfortable. We have to be willing to force ourselves to step out there to not just sit back and just coast because when we do those things, we're not going to be challenged. When we do those things, we're not going to grow in the ways that God wants us to grow. And it's not easy. Being uncomfortable, it's never fun. Just like me and working out, it's never comfortable, but I know I need to do it. And the same thing is true in the things of God. We need to get to those places where we don't feel super comfortable. And part of the reason for that is because that's when we have to rely on God. When we're comfortable, we know what's going on. We know what we're doing. We think we have it all together. When we're uncomfortable, it's usually because it's not 100% in our control. And when it's not in our control, those are the times we have to rely on God. I told you about the trip to to Norway and Sweden. And when I was on there, man, part of it, when uh, we were doing live TV and there were times where I, it was just not comfortable to me. And you could just definitely tell the first few times I got on camera that it just wasn't the greatest. It was easy for me to get discouraged. It was easy to think, man, I really can't do this. But in that moment, I finally decided to say, you know what, God, I'm just going to trust in you. You know, you called me here. You sent me here. You have a plan and you can do it. The more I started to just trust in God and lean in Him, the more He was able to use me, the better I was able to do. And so I just want to encourage you guys, don't live comfortably. Push yourself to be uncomfortable. Push yourself to be in those places where you have to trust in God. And I promise you, when you do those things, you're going to be amazed at the things you see God do through you. Thank you guys for listening to the Love and Cookies podcast. You know, there's not much better than a fresh baked cookie. So go ahead and subscribe so that you can get new episodes straight out of the oven. And don't be selfish. Share them with your friends. Again, thanks for listening. Until next time. Thank you.